What's up, our friends, our fam, our testing normal crew? Welcome, welcome back to episode buck 14. Buck 14. Isn't that crazy? It's wild. I love it. I love it. Garage to the happy. Lots of good conversations, lots of good people with interesting opinions for sure. And we love every one of them. So tonight, if you guys have any opinions or insight, hit that little comment tab there. Say what you need to say. If we have time, we will definitely address it. Yep. Um, first of all, a little bit of a moment of recognition for the terrible and major bummer situation that took place for that Gabby Petito girl uh, out of Florida, right? Um, and obviously, we don't know all the cir- circumstances around the the death, uh, but it was ruled a homicide, right? Uh, just and they today. raided her what was their boyfriend's parents' house and they he's right. still at large. Yeah. Right. And boy, more and more stuff coming house. out that stuff was going on with hostile relationship. Yeah. Um, I do find it sad. I mean, it's, it's a sad situation for sure. And I know that a lot more people followed her than others, but it's sad that that gets so much attention, but other people's don't. I always think of like, that when it's well, like famous people. Was... Oh, I got or like you mean missing people. There's some missing people that don't get attention. Like she's getting so much attention because of an abusive rela- or alleged abusive relationship with somebody who was being toxic. I mean, there's more and more of that information coming out. We don't know until mm-hmm. until they figure it out. Um, but that her situation gets so much attention. Everyone's looking for her and everything. But if it happened to like someone on your street, it's not going to get that kind of attention nationwide like hers has because because she has that social media presence right. is that what you're mm-hmm. going towards okay right yeah i i mean all i mean the more you make yourself out there and known of course you're going to have more engagement in that area but right. i'm not but saying it's bad it's, i'm not it's, i'm not, it's, I'm not it's, saying don't it do is it fascinating though that this case in particular has kind of shown the power of social media and the fact that it was basically social media that broke the news mm-hmm. of the where uh, basically where to search to find her right. because they they didn't they 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 had no basically groundwork for where to search until that one guy who was also a blogger vlogger or whatever um saw a picture from something he was posting in of that van in like mm. this like kind of wooded area and so then they, he notified the police. He said, hey, right. this van kind of looks similar. It was in the Tetons National Forest area. And then that facilitated the search in that region. Right. Um, but it's almost like we're getting to this kind of um, synergistic or this connective degree of, of, of utilization through social media and through the internet that is almost like this, this eye in the sky Mm-hmm. But it's not necessarily centralized, I guess, in some ways it is. But it's like we're so connected now that it's facilitating this type of man hunts and or body hunts. Um, yeah, it's a, it is really weird. It's, it's going to be scary because it they don't always get like the herd doesn't always get it right. Right. True. So like we've seen like um, we've seen that happen with like police officers who are later on found to be fine when you see the whole video, but people see part of it and they're like, Oh my gosh, this guy's a horrible person and his life is wrecked. Right. Right. And the herd gets it wrong. And so it can be dangerous too, because the court of public opinions is 
often not yeah. right and they jump to conclusions and they're also like mob mentality so it's like they're just sure. like poof, poof, poof. it's like a it's like a riot like one person starts it and then everyone's like that's what we're supposed to do and then they poof, before you know yeah, it. yeah there's definitely a double-edged sword to social media platforms and the masses um but in this case it wasn't necessarily opinion based as much as it was just some the utilization of the masses yeah. to find something well see um, but i guess i would push back like at this point, it looks like something was going on with the boyfriend, right? But that's what mm-hmm. the small amounts of evidence we have points to. And he's clearly hiding. So it doesn't make him look any better, although it might just be out of fear. And maybe he didn't do anything, but maybe he did. So that's an interesting situation. Yeah. Amador it's, says, it's, uh, says to it, actually, said, that was quick. You just like made a comment about something I was saying. That was almost live. Um, he, uh, it's not showing up on here. I'll um, read it up. I'll read it up while you post it. Oh, here it is. There it was obvious he, he did it, but I was kind of hoping it happened in the dead zone of Yellowstone just to see how that played out in court. <laughs> oh, what is this dead zone? I'm not yeah, sure. Well, about I'm this. curious is like, what that is too. Is it like, is this some type of like you un like demilitarized like zone? De- well, or like it's a not part of the nation and anything that happens in that area goes yeah. or something like that. If you do it there, it's okay. It's kind of like, getting go being at sea like you're out of. i was kind of i was thinking about like this situation of and i'm obviously you know i'm not saying i'm not posting my opinion i don't know exactly what happened yeah i don't know that's why i was definitely going both ways evidence thus far is not looking great for him right um like there's nothing that's looking positive towards his case let let me just say that okay but it's like my head jeff mack just said when you leave and go home and lawyer up he did it like that's, right. it, it, it does make great, it look right? that way. Yeah, obviously. But I was kind of thinking in the back of my head, like, what if this is a situation where this girl and this guy, they were out in the Tetons and they came across um, some type of like nefarious activity and they were or they were involved in it as well. And it was like, hey, listen, you carry these 20, 20, you know, bags of cocaine to the Tetons. We're going to hand them off to this 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 crew, you know, and it went bad. She got killed. He ran away. But he doesn't want to admit to anything because he was guilty of also carrying 100, 100 kilos of cocaine. And so now they're in this like he's like in this situation where she got murdered. But also I'm I'm what's it called? Um, implicated. implicated as well. But I had 100 you know, kilos of cocaine. And so I'm not not willing to admit to anything. So I'm not going to say anything. I mean, I guess that's that's probably giving him more credit than what is true. Yeah, I don't think it's don't that know. complicated. I don't but- know. It's, but you're what you're it doing what I did, like which is give him the benefit, right? So, like, we don't know what Amador is saying, what Jeff is saying is right. It does sound, and it looks real bad. Like, I would say on the outside, my gut instinct is the dude did it, right? Like, but I don't know. Like, I'm not, I'm not the judge in this. I don't have all that evidence. I just have what I see on social media. He said in answer to the dead zone, it's where you can murder someone and basically get away with it. So, apparently, there's a spot in Yellowstone where you get to go murder people. Well, maybe it's just like, there's no reception. It's like a, um, or where a lot of people have been killed, probably something like that. It's a 50 Um, square mile zone in between three States is what he says. Oh, Hmm. okay. So I'm looking this up on, uh, a young Jamie, this real quick. So the zone of death is what it's called. And it's given the name, the 50 square mile. Um, and it's an Idaho section of Yellowstone National Park. So it's an Idaho section in which, mm-hmm. as a result of a purported loophole in the in the Constitution, a criminal could theoretically avoid prosecution from a major crime 
up to and including murder if it happened within that specific region. So that's why he was saying he kind of hoped it would happen in that spot because he wants to know what would happen. Is this what the show Yellowstone is based on? I keep hearing that I'm, I should watch this show and that it's really, really good. <laughs> and people keep asking me, have you watched it yet? Have you watched it yet? And I have not. Um, but is that what that's about? Maybe people could tell me and like, give okay, me I'm going to read the loophole real give quick. Me reasons this is what, why this is what the I should loophole. watch the show. This is what the loophole says. It says the United States District Court of the or for the District of Wyoming is currently the only United States District Court to have jurisdiction over parts of multiple states. This is because its jurisdiction includes all of Yellowstone, which extends slightly beyond Wyoming into Idaho and Montana. In addition, the federal government has exclusive jurisdiction over the park. So crimes committed in the park cannot be prosecuted under any state laws. So it seems like it still would be a federal crime. Well, yeah. Uh, it doesn't like yeah. make murder magically okay. It just seems right. like maybe they would have less resources to pin it on you or something. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, it's, it's strange. This feel, um, anyway, I feel like, I feel like we, we broke into like the podcast that teaches you how to like pull off the perfect crime. Or the perfect murder, or something like we're not we're not condoning that people go out and do this. I don't think, are we? Uh, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying there's a dead zone. Amador <laughs> pointed it out, and is what murder happens, a happens. federal crime? <laughs> is murder a federal crime? Pretty confident. Yeah, I think, I'm I pretty think confident it federal, is. Federal, yeah, that's where like federal death. I think there's a federal death penalty. I don't. Um, I, I'm, I'm I'm a billion percent confident that murder is a federal crime <laughs> oh. i just looked it up it's okay i'm looking it up right now uh under certain circumstances murder can be filed by prosecutors as a federal crime however under certain circumstances murder becomes a federal matter and those cases are tried in federal court so yeah yeah it can be it can be both state and federal right murder chris chris barth actually using what if they had to like, they're like, well, no because it was between these in this zone, we have to hold the, the hearing in this spot. Right. Right. And fun. it's a little tricky when that happens. And I think that's the case with this Wyoming situation is because part of that occurs in a federal area, but then also like part of it could be considered in the native tribal area. Right. And so then you would have to hold the, the court in, um, in the tribal court, I guess something along those lines so speaking of these volcano areas did you yeah. see this volcano did i send this to you i must have sent it to you during the week the, the volcano that's been going off a volcano in, go uh, into a pool so it's no this is lava it's pouring out of la palma and spain canary islands and it's so bad that they're getting people off the islands it hasn't been active for like 1400 years but it's like Whoa. it's like going bonkers now so look at this Look at this is just footage from it. Um Whoa. starting up like they're like going nuts. This is like Yeah, I wouldn't want to be near a volcano when it went off. Someone has died at this one. Apparently he was trying to take pictures and he got hit and died. <laughs> it wasn't during this, it was like in the last years or something like that. So. Canary Islands are just off of the Western Sahara. Look at that. Or Morocco. That's wild, man. Just nuts. Well, bo- bo- bananas. Bo- yeah, that's bananas. not that's no good. 
Um, speaking of something else that's no good, a topic that has zero relations to either of those. This previous murder case. You can tie it together, um, Neil. You have to find a transition. But I'm going to say it's really bad as well. Oh, there we go. Um, is have you been hearing what's been going on? Well, there's two big things that's going on with Amazon right now. Two big things. Right. You've so, told me some of these. Yes. It's a little so bit weird. The first one I'm gonna I want to I want to jump on is everybody out there has at one point received a package from an Amazon delivery driver. I'm sure, or a majority of people have. I would imagine most days. Right? Most people. It's most get days, one. right? Most days. It's extremely convenient. It's delightful to be able to order something and say, "Hey." I'm going to get this tomorrow. I don't even have to drive to the store. Sometimes it's, and it's today. it's five bucks. Like, I feel really guilty sometimes, I'm going to be honest, when I order something for $5 or $2 and it comes to me <laughs> the same day. I'm like, oh, this poor I will say, no I've, got, I've got an unusually steep driveway. You can attest to that. It's not that yes, bad. Yes, you do. But like trucks don't like it. But for the while in the beginning when I lived here, Amazon drivers, they just would come and they would find the rock at the bottom of my hill that had my numbers on it and then just set the package next to it and take a picture of it and leave like by the street. Hey. Like it was like three <laughs> feet from the sidewalk and I have a pretty long driveway for being in the city and just leave it. I get that a picture, you know, that says like your package has been delivered. I'm like, that's like out front. Like now I finally reported it. And real they, they bring it up to my garage usually. So that's fine. Well, so Amazon has been implementing a new AI system for their drivers, right? right. And I don't understand what this does because I've heard about this. So before, like, what does it do? It's insane. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> so, Did your microphone fall happens, again? Yeah, my microphone's falling. I'm trying to fix it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, so what's happening right now is these they've implemented cameras into the actual cockpits of all these vans okay and what happens is it's an ai system that it reports to these cameras actually send information to this centralized ai system Mm. and then it judges them it gives them a score okay and it judges off of how many times they've looked to the left they look to the right if their eyes don't track looking straight ahead what the the yes they'll get punished essentially if they have improper head movements if they have like it's it's they have actual penalties that can potentially hurt their base pay but then they're they're incentivizing them they're saying you know you can get these types of bonuses if you if you do good if you drive really effective so what what these what these events help amazon basically decide and they get ratings they get on these score systems they get poor fair good or fantastic and if they get fantastic, you know, they're guaranteed that you'll get these certain bonuses towards, you know, repairs, damages of their vehicle. Driving down the road going like this. Yeah, they don't want you looking left and right. But they're saying is what's pro- what's happening is, is these poor Amazon drivers are having to compete with. Um, well, not compete, but like they're having like if you make a right hand turn. Right. Or a left hand turn. If you make a left hand turn, these drivers are looking left and right, you know, three times to make sure they're not getting hit. But when you do that, it, it penalizes you. So it's like, well, you have to make a left-hand turn occasionally when you're driving as a delivery driver, right? Right. And then there's like situations where there's, um, you know, someone's trying to cut them off and they have to kind of look and avoid and look where they're merging and all this sort of thing. Um, I would think that would be so, good. Like, don't you want an right, alert Right, head on driver? a swivel, right? Right. Yeah, you'd want, 
your head on a swivel, I would imagine. You are really struggling so, with that microphone. That is, it's, it's, it's oh, getting, I'm just going to have to hold it. It's getting comical at this point. It's terrible. <laughs> it's about to fall off. But anyways, so um, it's a safety, they're calling it, you know, one of the biggest safety improvements. They've said that they've had um, a, the company said that they were having a 48% decrease in accidents in their U.S., across the U.S. fleet since they implemented this camera system. Um, they've had a stop sign and signal violation of 77% decrease. Um, they've had, you know, following distances improved by 50%. Um, driving without a seatbelt decreased by 60%. Distracted di- driving. So all these things are saying that significantly improved yes, the, the, but here's the, the outcomes. But it's like, it's at what really cost? A horrible quality of life. Like seriously, at what cost? Like you, maybe, but are there better ways to do it than this? Like, I mean, we would we would all see deaths dramatically drop if we lowered our speed limits to thirty miles an hour. But no one's going to do it, right? Because it doesn't right. like the it, the the numbers don't like the risk does not outweigh the rewards or the rewards, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. there's a certain I, speed I, that I, we I, go. And there's risks that we take. Um, so yeah, like I am like for what, certain degrees of of safety measures, right. sure. But also there there becomes almost a conflict of interest situation yes. when a driver is so scared to look to the left because they know it's going to compromise their score, and instead they get t-boned, or right. instead they get you know like there's circumstances where it's like. Even in jobs, there's jobs where you get scored and it compromises maybe sometimes the best practice or the way you work because you're you you're going for a score rather right. than what's right. Well, it's what my my aunt said is did Amazon not hear driver's ed? You're taught to look left and right, left and left and right. So I would also say maybe maybe having education or like training would lower these numbers too and you wouldn't be putting these people at a panic because I bet there's some other things, these other risk factors that are actually going up that they're just not measuring. And it's just like when bean counters get a hold of metrics, they're like, Ooh, we can, we can keep playing with these metrics. And then they forget right. that there's human right. beings involved. And right. You know, or it it's like the there's window. a manager and the man, you know, of this company or a supervisor or a director or somebody. And this was their project. Right. Right. And so they're, they're, they're wanting to push for it because it looks good on their resume. Well, <laughs> you know, it's like, like if you implement a big change through a company, especially the size of Amazon, mm-hmm. you know, this is going to look really good on your resume. Well, see, AI point. doesn't know when to make that call. Like when you did something better, you know what I'm saying? Like it, right. It, so that's what happened. Like we know that AI doesn't because it's what ran into the person and killed them on the freeway or, the AI in the Tesla saw the side of a truck and the glare of the sun hit it and it thought it was the sky. So it ran the car into the truck. Like it doesn't know in those situations when to make a good decision, even on its own, let alone judge whether or not we're making the right decision. And that's the scary part is like human decision sometimes far outweighs because it can take into account more identifiers than AI can, even though a lot of the times it's better. Um, yeah, but there's well, a ton of times where an interesting, we're better. It's an interesting, like almost medium transition where, where Elon Musk had been talking in the past about his concern for AI taking over mm-hmm. for human drivers, like especially for semi truck drivers. Right. 
And this is almost kind of like you're starting to see the transition a little bit of AI, not necessarily taking over for the driver, but starting to dictate how the driver interacts with its surroundings. Right. It's becomes a competition. Um, and, right. Yeah, that too. That too. But I had an interesting kind of, I guess you would call it legal situation um, at work. And I've actually had this happen a couple times now where I've had Amazon package drivers come in specifically saying, asking for a doctor's note because they don't want these cameras looking at them all day while they're driving because it's causing them stress and anxiety. And so they're requesting notes saying that they don't have to implement these required monitoring programs that Amazon is implementing. And it puts me in this very interesting situation because I 100% agree with the fact that I don't think they should have to be monitored as a delivery driver all day long. Like that, right. that seems a little bit of an invasion of privacy as well. Well, you um, know what's weird is if it's AI not really a takes medical over, issue where I can. Yeah, right. So what, yeah, you're like, what do, what do I write that up as? I, like, rec that's I recommended them to seek legal counsel. I said, yeah. well, I think this is a very interesting situation and I would not like somebody watching me 24 seven every time I sneeze. Right. So, you know, you might want to see well, especially like it'd be one thing if they had a camera because they had a theft problem right because you have that like if you work in a store or something but when the camera's mm -hmm. judging you and if the idea is that ai is going to take over it's kind of like if you had a job and then they brought in the person that they kind of wanted to replace you to see if they could find all the things you were doing wrong <laughs> and give them reasons why That's they would be better analogy. at it and it would That's be like can you imagine analogy. having that yeah. person look over your shoulder and you're like well, you're screwing up again. I could do way better at that. You know, Oh, you know what? Actually, knowledge. I'm going to write this down because they gave me the sheet right here and I can judge you and I can get you docked for that and maybe even fired because I want your job. Like, mm. so maybe that's what they're trying to prove is that the AI judges them better and makes a better. So they're gathering data to then replace all drivers. Oh, that's such a good analogy, uh, thought process there. Real quick, I just want to say what Amador said. Yeah, I was going to publish that. Uh, he wanted to go real quick back to the dead zone. He's really um, on to this. He said that the zone of death, he said the argument is, is there's one civilian living in the area that is required there's not to one. build. A, oh, there's not one civilian that's living in the area, which is required to have a jury of your peers. Okay. So if you're going to have a jury of your peers, if nobody's living in that region, how can you be tried for murder? Yeah, but okay. there's like people like... If you say you're well known or something like that, they'll pull peers from other places. I think we're all we all right. kind of count as that. If so, if it went to federal, it'd be like federal grand jury. I don't. I don't think it has to be someone in the area. It just has to be citizens that are eligible to be. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. It seems really strange. It seems like the Bermuda Triangle for crimes. Like nobody knows right. yet. And like maybe some stuff has happened there. We just don't know until someone comes out and goes public with it and. Sounds like Amador freakishly wanted this guy to have, you know, pulled the, pulled the curtain the perfect back crime. so that we could, uh, we could see the truth about this area. So, speaking well, of Gary being, made a good point though, when he says there's enough Bigfoots in the area though, that they could be the jury. They got to find them first and they're all blurry. So how are you going to get them on They've camera? They've been hard to find. They've been really hard to find. That's true. That's a good point. Very true. Oh, he said to the, well, what we were talking about, the people are dumb though. And we'll allow it just like the insurance companies that want to reward good driving by allowing them to monitor your driving. 
Heck no, insurance. Got to catch me speeding before you raise my rates. I'm not gonna let. I'm not gonna at you in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We we had a, a kid that just got a license, and they have an app that while they're learning to drive, it like tests like how f- much they steer and everything. They don't have to. He doesn't have to run all the time now. But while he was learning, and when when he earned a good enough score, it gave us a good percentage off of our insurance. But he doesn't have to keep using it. If I had to keep using it all the time, that'd be stupid. I'd say no to that. How how long did he have to use it for? Just while I had his permit. When, okay. when he would like train and stuff. so you would like turn it on when he was driving yeah he had it on his phone and you you pull it up open it and then you set the phone like in a flat place and it measures like stopping and starting and steering and speed and oh, all interesting that. That's so cool. speaking of being monitored um, I well to... i have something else with amazon though oh yeah yeah with amazon keep going we'll go go back into monitoring. interesting with amazon so amazon on the flip side they did something that was i think actually pretty good um, for its workers and they now have barred or stopped the requirement of certain drug screening activities mm-hmm. for their company and they're reinstating employees that were previously banned or let go because of cannabis usage. Do you think, and I have a theory on this. So, so here's, here's the thing. Yes. Yes. I'm going to go with this yeah. too. But so here's the thing, like I'm I, just in general, I think that the war on drugs has just been my my personal stance is I think it's been horribly ineffective and the, the approaches to it have caused far more harm than good in my personal opinion and experiences of things that I've seen personally. But in this situation with Amazon, um, it's interesting because they're also lobbying for it to then become federally legal. So the company's actually starting to spend money to lobby for it to be federally legal. I think it should be. I, I, I am not. I'm not saying that they shouldn't do that. I, I would agree with you on the war on drugs. I think. I think that what you're not saying is that you would want like cartels and stuff to be bringing in illicit substances that allow people exactly. to continue in no, that no. life. But yes, I would be, agree that a lot. Uh, they should either be regulated and or they should instead of re- wrecking like smaller people's lives and like filling our prisons with them go after the yes. larger people um right making and them then basically slave labor. offer more help um i don't know that yep. legalizing everything and anything like they did in oregon was maybe the greatest idea maybe i don't know i i don't know the metrics I think on it, it. They, I, well it's not that i legalized it they decriminalized true it. That's true. And I think there's a big difference. Yeah. There. And I think I would more so side with that than just saying, okay, it's all legal. Like I think that, might, a big that might be a dangerous right. path to go down, but to get people help but is different for than, Amazon. Yeah. For Amazon. I have a theory. Yeah. I want to hear your theory. This. Cause I wonder if it's similar to mine. Well, probably maybe. So the fact that the company is lobbying now for it to be federally legalized and that they're saying, you know, for our employees, they're going to be eligible. We're not going to screen. Mm-hmm. We're not even going to test for this type of substance anymore. I think Amazon's trying to make money in the cannabis game. I oh, think that I don't think will that's eventually. It. Maybe. I think they eventually will start distributing it too. I think they're going to they're mean, seeing the, see that, the potential but I don't... huge market for it. And they know they have the two day delivery system already established in a lot of areas. Maybe. I think they're going to get Although on I it. would say, like pushback to that is a lot of people thought that in these states that legalized it and it wasn't as booming of a business as they had thought and a lot of people well because of the federal regulation yeah maybe maybe that's it um i think why they're doing it is because they're testing for it in states and 
I think that companies should stop testing for it. I think they should, they should treat it. Um, yeah, can you imagine that they become the drug dealers? Um, there's a drug delivery people. <laughs> They'd be great at um, it. That, uh, <laughs> I think that they should treat it like alcohol. Like you shouldn't be on it while you're obviously driving an Amazon car. Maybe that's why they're putting AI in there. If they're going to, if they're trying to legalize oh, yeah, yeah. it, I don't think they're not, they're not. Um, no, no, no. I, that was a joke. Like maybe they're oh, trying okay. to see if they're like lighting one up and like the AI is like, whoa, like oh, I just, gotcha, gotcha. Um, but I would say we have a shortage of people that either want to work and we have a lot of, lot of people that they can't pull from that maybe would pop hot. And so they're oh. saying as a company, let's widen our swath here a little bit because these aren't bad workers. We will decriminalize it quote unquote for us as a company and stop testing for it because we already can't find enough people to do what we need to do. That's a great point. Yeah. There's some, there's some definitely larger pool of individuals that they've eliminated and or excluded because of that. So that's yeah. a, that's a really good point. You know what else they would do benefit from? And I don't know if Amazon does this already, but, um, creating opportunities for nonviolent felons mm -hmm. to have jobs. Um, and that is a huge part of rehabilitation to be able to just get a job. Right. Um, that might be something that Amazon, I don't know if Amazon allows that or not, but that would be another area where they could get a big pool of individuals right. potentially as well. Well, maybe that's where they're monitoring. They're getting all that fired up. They're like, well, they're nonviolent. They might steal things. We'll make sure that they won't with our AI. <laughs> so we can hire all these people to come out and we can get them real cheap. Um, oh my so speaking of oh my being gosh. monitored though, I do want to talk about this for a second because I don't know a lot of information yet, but for those of you who have heard us talk about cryptocurrency and we talked a little bit about it when, with the, with the deflationary stuff that we talked about and stuff, but this last week Coinbase, which is one of the largest, they bought GDAX, which is one of the, the larger exchanges for, um, digital assets as well, but they're one of the, the most common onboarding for people that are like, hey, I just want to buy some Bitcoin and you can link your Bitcoin, your your bank account to it and you can buy it and you can hold it. It's one of the most user friendly. It's one of the most user friendly and easy ways for people to kind of get familiar with it is higher fees because it's way more convenient and, and whatnot. Mm. And you can't do things like set like I want to buy it at this price when it goes to that price or whatever. Um, but they signed a deal this week with Homeland Security and they already had with ICE as well to basically provide financial analytics to the government and they get this contract amount is for 455,000 up to 1.37 million dollars paid to them by 2024 to provide financial information to them this came out the first the same week that they're trying to ram through the infrastructure bill as well that any bank account that has over $600 worth of funds go through it in a year must be reported to the IRS. Right. So it's like they're just Which really trying to ratchet down on where people's money is at because they're like they want to know where everybody's money is know at, where it's at, at all times because we need more of it because we keep spending way too much of it. Right. They didn't say that yeah. part, but I know that part. <laughs> it's implied. Yes. It's implied. So it's like it's so, like oh my gosh, they, they now they're just monitoring these accounts this gets a little bit deeper maybe for those people that aren't involved in crypto crypto as much mm -hmm. but i wonder if this will help facilitate coinbase to be able to start trading xrp now or ripple 
if they have these contracts with the that government doesn't have, that, doesn't, that has to do more with the Security Exchange Commission than it does anything else. For those of you that want to know more about that, you can message me because it would be extremely boring and we'd lose all of our viewers if we started talking about that. But but, but I'm just saying, I don't know. In with the feds, if, if they're if, already working if, with the if, feds, dude. This is just become right. public. They, more they so. already Coinbase, were working like, with ICE. So I mean, if if you if you want to compare someone, well, like the but big the banks, CEO, the CEO of Coinbase had that whole big drama with the SEC. He did, just like last but week, but he you could know? say that and make it seem like that, and cause the drama to make that's it seem true. like they're good. So, and that's kind of what I've heard um, is going. Oh, on. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. So, um, I did want to say we lost someone great this week. Did you hear? You oh yeah, the comedian. This? Yeah, uh, Norm Macdonald yeah. died this week. Norm, man. He died at sixty-one. I believe he was. He had nine years pancreatic cancer and had like told nobody. Um, right. And he'd even been making jokes. He'd been making jokes about like death and all this stuff, yep. like all the way up until his death. Yeah. Great, great comedian. Like people have been man. posting up old like videos of his. There's a great one out there. You guys should go look up. Maybe I'll put it in our show notes if I remember about um, him telling this joke on Conan O'Brien that was uncomfortably long and awful, and not awful like <laughs> what like, was it? What was like what was horrible it or anything? It was just it was a joke that a taxi cab driver told him one time. Oh, okay. And it's like gotcha. four and a half minutes long. And you can just tell he's eating up Conan O'Brien's time and just loving making him feel uncomfortable. Oh, so he's like purposefully trying oh, to drag it out. Oh, it goes on and on and on. And it's just, it's classic Norm MacDonald. And it was like, oh, I already miss him. Like, already miss his comedy. Go watch Saturday Night Live. Um, the Celebrity Jeopardies when he was on as Burt Reynolds was great. Um, oh, that was really good. He got fired yeah. from Saturday Night Live because they said he wasn't funny. And then years later, they brought him back as a host. And he just made fun of them for saying he wasn't funny. And he was so not funny that they brought him back as a host because <laughs> he'd done so you know, well. I'm so not funny. <laughs> oh, he was my a class gosh. act. Dude. He was a class act. Yes, he was. Um, real, well, yeah. What, any, any other crazy things you wanted to bring up this week? I got I got one other thing I mean, that's I've really kind of crazy. I always have crazy things after. to talk about. But, like, I mean, we could – the the. I mean, I don't want to go into detail about it, but the other thing that's just been on my mind a lot this week is the whole crazy border crisis thing. I don't know if you saw the pictures of the people like chasing people off on horses and um, they had like 20,000 people living under a bridge and Texas is basically like, basically has put themselves in lockdown and has put all right. of their, all of their people on the, in the end. And it's just been this, this battle between them and the, and basically the executive, the executive branch going against them and they're like hey this is a crisis for us we can't handle this many people we've got 20,000 people living under a bridge people going back and forth and we need it we need help like so they put their national guard into it they put like border patrol into it they they've got has like, has the government made there. any statements on it they're basically saying like oh they're being awful they said they were whipping him well the guy that was chasing him on horses they were mounted border patrol he wasn't whipping them. He was like swinging his reins around like on the horse. Like it wasn't even a whip. Like they're just making it way more. Like it's a big deal, but they're dramatizing it in the other direction saying we should never treat humans like this. And they're like, we can't handle like what's going on. We can't do this. We can't have people in here that aren't vetted. 
if you really think there's like this pandemic going on, they're not requiring any testing or anything. They're just like allowing them to walk across. And it's like, I'm not concerned about that. But like they're saying, like, if that's such right. a big deal to you, why is that not even a big deal to you? Like, why does that not make it a big deal? And uh, well, so a lot of them aren't Mexican. They're they're Haitian, mostly Puerto Rican. Right. Coming um, from Haiti. Yeah. And they they've now driven most of them back across the river and told them, like, we're going to fly you out and drop you off back at your house if you don't leave. Like, hmm. and then you won't even be in Mexico. So so I, I, I just don't know my, mm-hmm. my ignorance to this situation. I mean, I've seen that it's, it's a, a legit crisis that's going well, on that down there right now. holding it now. But I, I'm, I hate my mic right now, guys. I'm sorry. It's like it fell off and I can't get it to go back on right now. So I'm going to have to fiddle with it later. But it's easier if you take the um, base off of it and then attach know, it I and then set it, it in. I know. I know. Anyway. But um, the I, I, I'm curious about what the federal government's plan for this situation is, because I don't I haven't. They heard were just busing them out of Texas to other it. states is what they were doing originally. Oh, and then really? Texas was like, no, we're closing the border. We can't do this anymore. Like it's it's become such an issue for them like there's pictures like uh let's see if i can pull one up now of how many like in just uh, just that river spot um that is uh where they were lined up oh here's the river spot i'll show you on this at least um in this one location where they're just walking across and there was tons here and there's other pictures i don't know if there's any more here yeah here's like stretched out this was the bridge that they were living under there's like twenty thousand people living under this bridge and we're just going back and forth and back and forth to get supplies and they were like well and the sad part too is is like i've seen you know the pictures of like the children that are just getting left there with without any parents right um and there's a huge Situ- it, it, at least from articles that I read, I did read one on uh, NPR and it was talking about the the needs of a lot of the unaccompanied children. Um, and that's it's that's out of all the things and of all the issues, that's where I have the most kind of. Yeah, like, absolutely. We a lot of this, shit. we got a lot of the pictures from under that kids. bridge I've seen. It's it's mostly males like it's 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 men. Yeah, but there's there's countries. a lot of kids, too. There is a lot of children in that yeah. area, too. Um, and those are the ones where we got to figure that we can't, we can't have. Yeah. I mean, you got then you have to decide, do we, do we bring them in? Cause you can only bring in so many people before it starts to, to crash things here. And if you start bringing them in, then more people will bring them in and it just creates a cascading yeah. Yeah. problem. So True. what they're doing, I think is probably the best is like saying, Hey, we're going to fly you back if you don't go. And they're just rounding them up and shoving them back across the border because they're like, we need, Did they start doing that. Mm-hmm. Did they start flying them back? I don't know. I think they threatened it, but they got when they started threatening that, most of them moved out from under the bridge and went back into the Mexico area. Mm. Gotcha. So, I mean, they were just um, waiting to be picked up because what was happening before is that the federal government was just sending buses down and picking people up, not vetting them, not checking IDs, not even for kids or anything like that, and just trucking them off in different states. Like, that's, mm. that's not safe either. <laughs> no, it's not safe for those kiddos. Um, well, speaking of international drama, no, no drama. Um, I don't know how I've gotten kind of sucked into this subject, but it's something that I've just been fascinated by. Oh yeah. This is, is fascinating. 
the the U.S., Great Britain, and Australia drama with France. And Australia had signed. It was like um, let me let me double check here. Billion? I think it was a. I think it was. Um, it was it was within the billions. I can't remember exactly. I think it was how ninety billion for the for the submarines. Was it ninety? Okay. I believe. Yeah, it so. was within the it was it was above I believe above fifty billion, um, but it was a contract basically, and Australia had agreed to let the French build them diesel submarines, and at the time when they they, no, they the weren't diesel. I thought these were nuclear subs. No, 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 no. Australia had signed an agreement with France okay. to build diesel submarines for them okay and france um was in the process of starting to just kind of you know figure out how the infrastructure and how to build this and it was like a big financial boon to france right mm-hmm. and they needed it well as tensions have been rising with china australia is concerned that the diesel submarines won't have sufficient range and depth and capabilities that they would have with a nuclear sub um so Australia said, hey, listen, sorry, France, we're actually not going to go ahead with this billion dollar contract with you. The UK and the United States have the capacity to help build this and, and retrofit mm. and well, just build new submarines for us that have nuclear capability because we're freaking out that China is over here and they're starting to encroach on territories. And we have to have some kind of a little bit more uh, long range and capacity. So uh, they sent a message to France and said, hey, we're out. And then France got, is getting pissed and say, hey, you can't just back out. We signed an agreement about this, which I, I do understand that yeah. situation. Like they, they 66 you know, billion, sure, 66 billion. Thank yep. you. So so that's a, stra- a strain on that relationship right now. And it's interesting because for, it's multifaceted and, and interesting because a now France is not only pissed at Australia, but they're really pissed at the United States. They already were. They pulled and, their French ambassador from us. And pissed, right? They pulled the French ambassador. Which is the first time in our Great Britain in history that that's happened, right? Which is interesting, though, because France and there was a summit that was supposed to happen with the, the EU, and the EU also canceled it out of frustration with America, wow, and with Great Britain. And so now there's talks of, well, why why doesn't France? Basically, I didn't know this, but France has some type of colonies in Southeast Asia territory, still some type of colony, people, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called. But so France is saying, hey, we still need to have strength and structure there as well. So they don't want to have too much of a feud with the United States because they're concerned about China also. Um, but it's interesting because Great Britain, as they exited from the EU has started to distance themselves a little bit more from that whole group. Now the EU is talking about forming its own military, like the EU military, basically, Interesting. which is fascinating, right? Which is a fascinating thing because we have NATO, right? Right. But the EU is now talking about like, should all of our countries form together to have like the EU sovereign, you know, state military, um, which, which would be, a, a total power change and shift in our current world dynamics, you know? Yeah. It seems all kind of just like people are upset. Like they're just trying to make a point that isn't really, it was like, it's more drama than it is actual anything. Cause they would all have to work together. If something happened, like they're not going to like join forces with China. They're all going to join forces with each other. Um, 
and they're not going to like join with Russia or something. Although I don't know something dude. I could see. I don't know is that like the U.S. sides with China and them side with Russia. Like who joins what enemy? That would be interesting. Ooh, I don't no, I, 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 China would never. China would always join with Russia before the U.S. I think. I don't know. Just out of. Not if they knew that they could take out that other, it would just depend. Like we sided with Russia when we probably shouldn't have, but we picked the lesser of two evils. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It would be weird. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm just speculating. I don't think that I just, I just like, I wouldn't be shocked, I guess. It's like one of those things is like, "Eh, do you think it's going to happen? No, but would I be surprised? No. Like, not at unfortunately, all. No. <laughs> unfortunately, no. Unfortunately, no. Unfortunately, um, Well, I say we do some some TILs and shower thoughts. Cool. I have um, one TIL. Okay, go for it. Actually, I'll go for. Let me let me riddle off three. Okay. Because I have four. So today I learned <laughs> bonkers on that TILs. Swedish built cars like the Saab and Volvo are especially are especially reinforced particularly for the purpose of its occupants being safe from hitting moose. That makes sense. Because they're so prominent there. Uh, Today I learned that guava fruit has the highest protein content of any fruit. Guava. Weird. Fascinating. had no idea. I wonder how high it is. uh, 2.5 grams per 100 grams. That's not very high, but okay. But for fruit. For fruit. Yeah, Um, absolutely. Today I learned that the British Army breaks step when crossing bridges. Yes. This is because in 1831 a suspension bridge collapsed from all the soldiers marching in unison. Yeah. Which yeah. I was thinking probably it's not just the British Army that does that. Yeah, uh, you, know, you do that no matter what. Like that's just smart yeah. on a big bridge. But suspension bridges specifically do sway a lot. Like go look at the videos. Of, have you ever seen the videos of the Tacoma Bridge? Like in the Tacoma mm-hmm. Narrows? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, that thing it doesn't look right, like it should happen. Your, okay, today I learned um, about the melon drop scam, a con that targeted Japanese tourists. Scammers would buy a watermelon for a low price and then bump into an Asian tourist and charge them about $100 for the broken melon. This is due to the higher fruit prices in Japan. And these days, the scam involves any broken item. <laughs> 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 but it's called the dirty. melon drop scam. Like dirty, dirty. Hey, my melon. No, that's punk. Punk moves. Yeah. All right, my last one, and this is one that I've kind of already knew, but I, I just, I love it. I love mentioning because it's a fun information. This life I learned. Um, life in life I've learned that the anti-diabetic medication metformin is actually derived from French lilacs. In medieval times. French lilacs were used to treat the symptoms of a condition we know today as diabetes mellitus. So they actually had it as a medicine. Right. They didn't know how or why it worked, but it was used for symptoms consistent with diabetes back then. Got cool. It's weird. I wonder how prevalent di- diabetes was. Cause I know today it's because of just like our standard well, American diet. It was probably mostly, it, it would it. mostly been with the wealthy. I'm sure that's true. It could have been, yeah. Because yeah, here it's probably like would have been a what a disease how of many, luxury. What, what percent do you think is pre-diabetic at least in the United States? Oh, pre-diabetic, like pre-diabetic? on the on the edge. You want to talk about 
pre-diabetic? I think it's 60%. I would wager 40. No, I would wager pre-diabetic. Because if, if it's, ex- is it, it, so you're excluding diabetic. No, 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 including diabetic. So uh, pre-diabetic oh, okay. on. Diabetic and pre-diabetic. Yeah, you're looking at, unfortunately, uh, I don't know. I would say probably, it probably actually is probably more like 40%. Last I heard, it was between 40 and, I mean, it's hard to tell, like 40 to 60 rough guesses. Yeah. Um, I'd probably say 40 But yeah, it's just due to our. Maybe 50. Stupid diet where we tell everyone that. You should eat grains and vegetable oil, which comes from wheat, is better for Just you. Have some more high, high, high. Just eat some corn, high fructose yeah. corn. Corn, the worthless thing to grow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shower thoughts. Shower thoughts. How many you got? I have four. I got, I got quattro. You go first. Okay. As soon as garbage trucks start creeping around silently after being converted all to electric, a lot of us are screwed. It's so true. It's so true. That's happened to me a handful of times, for sure. For sure. Um, this is something that also has happened to me multiple times. When someone walks into your room, they make trillions of atoms move. Those tiny things that you can't see are enough to let you feel someone disturbing your area and alerting you to their presence. Like, I, I mean... We've all had situations where it's, we don't I see bet them, it's we in don't the, hear them, but we feel it. I bet it's in the quadrillions. Yeah, trillions of trillions. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Because you can definitely feel it. It's super weird. You can feel it. There's a sense, and you want to say it's like a spiritual sense, but really it's like, or maybe it's actually a legit physiological response to the well, atoms I mean, everything in that area. It's, they're moving gases around. That's what's going on. Oh um, well, yeah, some people move a lot of gas. That's around. true. Some <laughs> people bring extra, and so the room expands when they get there. Uh, but the universe is expanding. It's weird that we can even feel it. Uh, okay, yeah. buying non-alcoholic. Forty percent of Americans are. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Pre-diabetic. Buying non-alcoholic mm-hmm. beer gives off the impression of having a drinking problem more than buying regular beer. Very true. That's a fascinating point. I love that. That's a good one. Nothing is on fire. It's fire that is on things. It's true. Kind of cool. It's inflamed, which is the true, what would be like the proper way to say it. Could be both. Yeah. No, it can't be on fire. The fire can be on things. Yes, but the object is inflamed. That's what I'm saying. Instead of on fire. Yeah. Both of those terms. (laughs) Yes. Fire on things. Yes. Uh, Dinosaur chicken nuggets are the ultimate chicken nuggets are the ultimate F.U. We take their descendants and turn them to mush shaped like their ancestors, and then we eat them. <laughs> That's so good. That's hilarious. That's amazing. Um, saying to a billionaire, you look like a million bucks, is probably an insult to them. Man, unless they want to look more normal. Most billionaires want to be billionaires. I want to be more probably. normal. I'd want to be yeah. more normal. <laughs> you know what? I want to look, I, I want to be less wealthy. Let me, let me be that way. Yeah. Um, if you can't select zero stars, then the rating of five stars is actually four stars because everyone gets one by default. True. That's a good point. Yeah. That annoys me. Yeah, yeah, that's true. 
All right, my last shower thought. And this is something I literally had just thought about today when I was sitting in the living room. I think I was eating mandrakes. Eating I think I was eating hummus and potato chips, I think. But if spiders protein fruit. had wings, if spiders had wings, would it make them cuter? No. Or more terrifying? Horrifying. I don't like it. Like, especially like so, since so many of them are like, they could like bite you and that's bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because then yeah, the it's like part. a bee. A bee isn't terrifying because it's flying. It's because it, its ability to get to you with its stinger is so much greater. Right. It's like I'm not super right. afraid of a scorpion unless it's in my shoe and very close to me. But a and flying scorpion would be. They don't. Yeah. I mean, a flying scorpion would be like a bird that was poisonous. Like, that's right. That's terrifying. Okay, my last question for you, for everybody out there. Mm-hmm. If you have any thoughts, let us know, please. This is a very important question. Okay. And then we're going to wrap it up for the night. Would you rather cure cancer, be able to cure cancer, prove aliens are real, or that ghosts are real? It's a tough question. Really, only the first two I feel like are the most for me. I don't think it's tough because legitimately I think that cancer wouldn't be as big of a problem if we didn't have the food crisis that we have. I think it's caused a lot Mm, by that. In fact, I think that data shows that at least half would be cut down if we didn't eat so shitty. Um, Or you can make the argument, you can make the argument if somehow we got to a situation where we could prove that aliens are real, perhaps they would have the technological advancement I'd thought about that, but just because I proved them real doesn't mean they're going to help us. <laughs> like I could prove Very them true. real and we still just don't get to be with them. Right. Right. You know, it may not, it may not benefit us in any way, but maybe a half and half, like I proved they're real. So now we can communicate with them and they can help us with the other half. But at the same time, uh, we all start eating better so that we stop creating, um, damaged cells in our body that decide not to die when they're supposed to be yeah, mutate autophagy. and then you have this genetic they just stay alive and they don't like i don't want to die i want to keep going and then it's like instead i'm gonna kill so what you. Would you pick which one would you pick which i would, would pick the pick? aliens due to that fascinating i've decided i think i would probably i want the aliens to be real out of everything there the most probably but i would probably pick cure cancer just because i can't imagine if my kid had cancer and i couldn't fix it that would be like I don't care. I mean, I have to, I have to, I don't care if aliens are real. I have to fix my kid. That's it. You think that now it's selfish, but then selfish. we don't know aliens exist and you're selfish. We don't know all mankind. We'll have to see. Because I know that's so true. It's, it's, it's a selfish, selfish. I would do anything and everything. Not yeah. a given choice, but my right in choice is Alzheimer's and dementia. Yeah, I would say that is, there's a lot of studies now on that as well that deal with like our lack of fat in our diet. There's a well, fascinating study. Another from thing a lady going to diet, like, like fixed her husband, like brought him back to normal. This is an interesting study for diet for y'all out there with pertaining to dementia. The country with the lowest per capita, one of or or at the lowest is India mm-hmm. for dementia, and they they haven't nailed down exactly why that is, but they have a huge correlation, I believe, 
uh, with the amount of curry that they eat. That could be so it. I believe there's actually there's also a there's a gene that's being curry, curry. there's a gene that's being studied right now that they can actually test you for, and if you have that that like genetic disposition, then adding like coconut fats actually has shown in fifty percent of people so far tested can change it, which is pretty wild to think. Um, that's cool. There was there's a the, so go eat some coconut and curry. The lady who's a doctor who like coconut oil with some uh, curry guys. She tested it on her husband and it was bananas. She it was it sounded very messy because of how much coconut oil she was giving the dude. It's like oh my that gosh that, that like, guy yeah, had man. to been running to the bathroom so much. <laughs> yeah. Like it was like she would give him like nine tablespoons in the morning or something. Oh my god! But he gosh. was he was nonverbal and by the end. Like now, at least last I heard a couple years ago, he goes with her on tour and gives speeches. That's crazy. That's wild. Which is just Well, insane. guys, we appreciate y'all. We hope you had a fantastic week. Debbie, thank you for your input. And we're, uh, we're glad that you mentioned Alzheimer's and dementia. And uh, everybody out there, take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Have a fantastic week. We appreciate y'all. Like, follow, and share Love us. Y'all. Stay classy. San Hit that little Diego. alert button. <laughs> Peace out. See you guys. Friends.